Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. March is here in many parts of the country. The sun is peeking out. You're like, oh, what is that? That's warmth. That's warmth. That snow is melting. And guess what we're on the brink of? We're on the brink of the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is an interesting year, right? I mean, some of the traditional powers... Not powerful at all, which allows opportunities for other teams. And uh, one team who I think everybody coming into the year knew would have a tremendous season. They, they've, done nothing to, they've done nothing to make us not impressed. Uh, if you liked Illinois, for example, did you guys see Illinois blow out Michigan? You know who blew out Illinois? Go, uh, that'd be Baylor. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, well, uh, what about like, I like Texas Tech, blew them out, right? Um, uh, what about, um, I don't know, Texas? Yep, got them too. Uh, West Virginia beat beat them on the road, won, won the Big 12. Then last night they beat Oklahoma State with uh, likely freshman of the year, Cade Cunningham, maybe national player of the year, Cade Cunningham. I mean, with the exception of one game in Lawrence, Kansas, they've been perfect. Now, they did have a stretch where they missed games for like two and a half, three weeks, and it kind of been slow to come back around. Let's catch let's catch up with Scott Drew, head coach of the head coach of the Big Twelve champion Baylor Bears. How's that feel to when you get introduced? Right, it's like it's like Man, getting introduced. I love all, that. You can do that again if you want. I really all right, let me like do that, that. again because I kind of butchered a little bit. <laughs> let's welcome to the show the head coach, of the Big Twelve champions 
Scott Drew. Scott, how are you? I'm doing great. Jordan Schultz, I just got done doing something with him, and he said to tell you hello, Doug. He's a fan of yours, I guess. Uh, the feeling's mutual. Um, let, let's start. Like, Look, there were high expectations for this team to start the season, and obviously you guys didn't get that, that dream showdown with Gonzaga that everybody wanted. But um, what was it like to start this season when there were so many questions about how much of the season or how it would go? What Take me back to you know, October and November in Texas when things are a little bit more open than other places and, and what that was like for you. Well, I, I, I could tell right away, obviously, when people came back on our team, they, I mean, the goal was to win conference, was to get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament, a chance to go to a Final Four. And uh, because they, they, they sacrificed so much when they got back, I knew that uh, uh, if we played games, we were going to have a very good season. And um, we, we were blessed to get off to a good start. I know we missed some games, uh, uh, not because of our fault, and then because of our fault. And at the end of the day, everyone understands with COVID, you can do everything you want to try to be secure and um, still uh, um, end up being in in uh, uh, isolation or quarantine or whatnot so it it was amazing to me when we played games our guys were so excited to play when games got canceled how resilient and excited they were to get back to playing and not not down or holding their head i mean we're in the, basically the elevator getting ready to go to gonzaga when we find out that game is postponed and at that point I called few, and we're in the same hotel. I said, we can set up some Nerf goals. We can do this on the fifth floor, just get CBS over at some point, you know. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, the resilience and excitement of uh, uh, our guys each and every time we play. And you're right, I heard your intro. Uh, we had a basically a 21-day uh, uh, pause, and, and uh, it, as you know, you pause for different reasons. Some is you're out for – COVID protocols, others because people have COVID. Um, and no matter what you do, you're a, you're a workout guy. I know you stay in great shape. You take 21 days off and you sit in, in the bed, you're not coming out and being in the, in the same condition. And for that 21 days, everyone else is getting better while you're getting worse. So um, it's taken us a little time to come back, but uh, uh, I know our guys are really excited each and every night we played. We're 3-1 and one since coming back uh, and couldn't be more pleased with the effort that they put out. Scott Drew, head coach of the Baylor Bears, 20-1, joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Sunday is the anniversary of your last game last season, right? It's been, been, a, yeah. been a year. been a year. You lost to West Virginia uh, in the Big 12 tournament, and then everything everything got sh- – oh, no, it was the last game of the regular season, right? It was yeah. lost at West Virginia, last game of the regular season. Never played uh, K-State in the Big 12 tournament. And – and like that's it's been a year. It's crazy how fast or slow it's gone. OK, take me to the 21 day shutdown. Uh, where were you and how did how do you get the information that you're going to have to shut down your program? Well, we just came from a big road win at Texas. And then, as you know, you're basically testing every day. And at that point, um, we knew we had to, uh, uh, because of COVID protocols, uh, um, figure some things out. And uh, one thing led to another. Next thing you know, we're, 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 we're locked down for a long time. And then you get a, a four-day snowstorm. Uh, so you're locked down. Even I mean, hey, you and I know you don't have snow trucks. You don't have snow shovels. You don't have ice scrapers. You get a couple inches of snow and freezing temperatures and once in a 100-year blizzard on top of a once in a 100-year pandemic, uh, uh, everything comes to a halt for a couple days for sure. So uh, once we got through both of those, we were able to practice Sunday and then practice Monday, play Tuesday against Iowa State. Wait, so you didn't practice the whole time? Wait, you didn't practice the whole time? Were the guys able to work out at all? Can they come in and and use the code and get in the gym? We had had, uh, – so if you're out for – contact tracing you can come in and work individually with the coach but again without getting into the the the, yeah, the HIPAA FERPA and all that stuff yeah. we we had a few players that could do that no one could do it during the snowstorm but we we had a few that could um and then so you you do individual workouts with them one at a time um and and obviously uh the game's played five on five, and <laughs> so I mean the, the only good thing was that your first do. game, your first game back was Iowa State, who's not very good this year, right? But then, uh, and then you, you then you, then the West we were Virginia down, game what, is seventeen, yeah, and then the West yeah. Virginia, then you go up to Kansas, and your guys are are huffing and puffing. Now you have all these kind of condensed games as well, right? So how do you manage like practice and getting guys in shape? 
and and keeping the kind of the big the big picture picture great 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 question so first thing i did was uh know that i i need to talk to people that have gone through the similar type pause that we did meaning uh um longer ones and and similar numbers that we had and and the general consensus was when you come back don't do too much trying to make up lost time and they're tired for the game because no matter what you do they're not going to be in shape and ready um so at least you want them fresher and then the second thing was it's going to take four games to get your legs back and those four games for these teams that I talked to was over a two-week period. We basically had to play four games and you can figure out how many days, but not two weeks. And and so for us to go three and one during that, and, and in each game, it, it, as you know, head coaches are writing stuff up, assistants come in, strength coach come in, how's warm-ups? Uh, we're running in sand. Well, we're still running in sand. Well, we're still in sand. And then finally, hey, we're out. <laughs> and on that fourth game, uh, uh, each game we got better with our conditioning and with our legs, but that fourth game, coaches were 100% right, and that was uh, against Oklahoma State. Even though we played Tuesday, you win the championship first time since 1950, obviously a lot of excitement, nobody got much sleep, uh, and then you turn around and play, fly all the way back from West Virginia, and then play on Thursday. That's hard to do, but uh, much fresher. Um, and, and hopefully uh, we just continue to get better from here. But you know as a player, you take three weeks off. Imagine you being injured away from your team for three weeks, coming back and trying to join them. Even if they're playing, it's a different dynamic, you know, let alone if everybody's shut down. But now uh, it, we're not the only team, obviously, so everybody, everybody's had to uh, deal with hardships, and coaches can tell you um, the players' resilience and what they've sacrificed and given up to have a chance to play games is uh, – uh, um, something that I know us coaches have worked really hard to get games because they deserve it. The winning the league championship is great, but you've you've got you've knocked on the door at the Final Four twice, and there was a call against Duke once or twice that 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 I know doesn't sit well with you. Um, in terms, compare those years and those teams to this team now, and how you mm-hmm. feel about your chances. Well, I think uh, uh, if you go back uh, 2010, uh, uh, a team that overachieved and really uh, strong player leadership, and and like like you said, that you, you have a chance to beat Duke. You beat Duke. They won it all. You would have won it all. So uh, then, then 2012, uh, we had a tremendous team, a lot of talent, a lot of uh, NBA uh, uh, players, um, but. Kentucky just had a couple more NBA players than Anthony Davis, which counts as two. So <laughs> I think I think uh, uh, that year they were a better team, but I thought we we could have definitely been the second best team in the country because actually Kansas played them in the national championship game, and we had just beaten Kansas in the Big Twelve uh, uh, tournament. So uh, I, twice we were right there, as you know. Takes a little takes a little luck, um, and because it's not four out of seven games, it's a one forty minute game, and anything can happen in a one forty minute game. Uh, okay, so now you have Kansas City, and I'm wondering, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that are like, okay, you know, we don't want to play our conference tournament if we know we're going to the NCAA tournament, but there is a, a an extra gap in, in case something goes wrong, in case you, you have contract uh, tracing. Like, what are your thoughts about having the conference tournament when you guys are going to be a one seed regardless? Well, the good thing, the good thing is the uh, Big 12 is trying to run just like the NCAA tournament. So it'll be great practice for us, but it'll be a bubble atmosphere effect. So literally you go from one bubble to another bubble, which should keep everyone safe, secure. Now, by the end of this, the players are probably going to hate all of us coaches because they're with us 24-7. Yeah. But uh, uh, I plan on uh, being able to have some great conversations with guys that normally you don't have enough time or attention to have. Scott, what would it mean to, to win the national championship considering, and, and I think, you know, like I don't need to document everything, but obviously mm-hmm. you inherited a really as difficult a situation as anybody's ever inherited. You've accomplished so much and at, for a small private school in this landscape in Texas mm-hmm. to go and win the national championship after winning a league championship. What would that mean? Well, first and foremost, it'd mean a lot to our past players that have all put in time and effort to help build the program, the staff, uh, all, all Baylor Nation, Baylor fans. But 
to me, it's bigger than that. I mean, you look at the state of Texas, uh, we have so many good programs, great uh, high school programs, coaches, players, and to, to have a Texas school win a national championship will give great notoriety to basketball in the state of Texas, and, and rightfully so. Uh, and then for everybody out there that uh, uh, basically sees just how many of our guys have come in that weren't five-star guys and uh, uh, put in time and effort and hopefully that encourages inspires and as our guys get interviewed people see man those those are really good guys that's that's a role model I want my son to be like and uh, uh, there's a lot of kids out there growing up and if if they're Mark Vidal, uh, Macy Oteague, Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler on and on and on um, that's that's great because uh, uh, we need a lot more uh, young young people like that leading our country. No question about it you know it's it's interesting you point out a Mark Vidal, you point out a, a Maceo Tig or, you know, Davion Mitchell, you get it as, as a transfer, right? But um, I think one of the challenges, I was talking to another coach like two days ago, actually, and I was saying like, look, and I, I won't say who it is, but I said, look, at the end of this year, everybody's going to want to play for you, right? You got to got it going. You got a good <laughs> swag about you. Your program's hot and nobody's hot, program's as hot as yours or Gonzaga. How do you make sure you continue to recruit your type of guys because the mm-hmm. the apple that's out there to be bitten we've seen it time and again right like i remember oklahoma state they go to the final four in 04 they have the number one recruiting class only one guy actually shows on campus so the first time nova mm-hmm. went to a final four they had the number one recruiting class that was actually the worst team when they got to be like sophomores or juniors that's when jay really struggled won like 13 games we've seen these teams yeah. now you can get anybody you want but you didn't win getting anybody you want how do you balance hey we can recruit the best of the best of the best, but that's not actually how we built this program to begin with. Well, first and foremost, I think uh, all wise coaches learn from others. So knowing what made us successful, seeing what's worked for others. I mean, you try to, I mean, we all copy. I mean, like you see a great play. It probably was run in 1955 and they just didn't have it recorded then or whatever. But my point is we, we all learn from each other. And I, that's, that's like, we have a really high ranked uh, recruiting class coming in, but just because you're a high-ranked player doesn't necessarily mean you can't be successful because uh, there are certain characteristics we look for, regardless if you're a zero-star guy, a three-star guy, a five-star guy. Um, and if you have the characteristics and we think you, you fit into our program and what we value and, and we're the best coaches for you and you're the best player for us, um, and, 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 and we got that with this class. Um, now, how everybody – pans out and turns out as you know proofs in the pudding and we'll know at the end of the day rather than now but uh we won't ever sacrifice character for talent um and and the good thing is i have enough coaches that have been around long enough that we all know what we want and and as you know that if you're all on the same page, it becomes easy. And uh, uh we have we have really good players that when guys visit they know who who fits in and who doesn't you guys are a bunch of underclassmen too. Like you could, you could legit one, you don't lose this year, but all these guys can come back and do it again. Even vital as a senior could come back. You can come back and do it again next year. I'll let you come talk them all into that. That's going to be a hard sell. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty, you're the best man. I'm so happy for your success for you and your family. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we look forward to talking when you get the tournament gets underway. Well, always appreciate you and what you do for college basketball and especially the Big 12. So thank you, Doug. Anytime. Big 12 does it for themselves. They do not need any of my help. That's the one and only Scott Drew, head coach of the Baylor Bears. Sick them Bears. It's, it's crazy, man. I mean, I, I, when, when I was in school, this is even before they had all the issues at, at Baylor. We lost in double overtime to Baylor and it was like super embarrassing because they weren't good. And now they now if you if you come close to beating Baylor, people are like, way to go. You almost beat Baylor. It's Doug Gottlieb show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch and you can save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you can do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. You can follow Scott Drew at BU Drew. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance.
It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned in your first year. It's like cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cashback match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Jerry DeLock joins us. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Steelers Radio Network host. Um, the Steelers didn't really have a choice here, right? Like, Ben didn't want to retire, and they couldn't cut him because the cap hit. You know, right? so it was... It was kind of a rock and a hard place. Do you think they did well, well enough in terms of dialing back his contract? Yeah, Doug, um, good afternoon. I, I think they did. I mean, in the way they did it um, was not surprising. Um, you know, it's basically what they refer to as a dummy contract, where they just, uh, you know, they extend the years on it so they can uh, spread out the cap hit with uh, the signing bonus. And, you know, they say $15 million. That's, That was actually better than I thought they would if they were going to be able to do a deal because I really thought they were going to do like a three-year deal. But the fact that it's four avoidable years, which means they can, you know, avoid it next year and two years, whatever, um, you know, they, uh, I, think, I think it was to their advantage. And I, I kind of got a kick out of when they said, you know, that's going to be a big hurdle for them. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, they're the best at navigating and manipulating that cap. And, and you could see they did it again with, with ease. Uh, okay. So what, what about all the rest of the free agents? You know, let, let's, let's start on offense. Juju's done, right? They're, they're, they're moving on from Juju. Well, you know, Doug, he keeps saying he wants to come back. I don't think they believe that that's, um, you know, the case. I think they believe that, um, he will probably want to move on, you know, and go for a bigger deal. You know, I've had several people tell me he wants to go to a bigger market. Um, but I think, I think, you know, for a guy who had 1,400 yards two years ago, 97 catches last year, um, you know, he obviously has market value. I mean, he is, he's a tough, dependable guy. There's no question about it. You know, talking to people around the league, coaches and whatnot, some people think he's not a – true number one receiver but you know how many teams have a true number one receiver um but i can tell you you know he's reliable he's dependable he's tough and the steelers would like to keep him so would ben roethlisberger but it's just going to be at what price and i don't i don't think you'll see them break uh break the bank for juju that's for sure doug gottlieb show here on fox sports radio that is the voice of uh of jerry Dulac, who of course is the steelers radio network host and he writes for the pittsburgh post-gazette Okay, Bud Dupree got hurt. I thought, you know, losing Bush and losing Dupree really changed them defensively. No what, is their, what does their defense look like? Well, you know, uh, the one kind of, quote, good thing about Devin Bush's injury is that it happened early enough. Now, I say that, and strangely, he did not have a surgery for at least a month after his injury because um, – you know, his doctor is uh, his, the, the surgeon who did it is the orthopedic surgeon for the Los Angeles Dodgers who were in the uh, in, in the World Series. So he didn't have the surgery right away. And that, you know, I don't know how bad that puts back the timetable. But according to the Steelers, they like where he is. He looks fine. Um, but I think with Bud Dupree, um, even despite his injury later, you know, past the midway point, I think somebody will still give him some type of deal, you know, whether a one-year prove-it deal for like $9 million. I think he took himself out of the four- or five-year deal for big money, you know, an average of, of 14 or $15 million. Um, but um, the, the, the chances of them bringing him back are pretty slim. Um, I think the injury helped it a little bit, but uh, they're certainly not going to franchise tag him like they did last year. In an ideal world, they would have loved to have done that again but they're never going to sign him to a long-term deal because that money's being earmarked for T.J. Watt. But, it, but if, if Bud, uh, Devin Bush comes back okay, they really like the rookie Alex Highsmith, um, you know, to step into that role. Hey, people forget Bud Dupree didn't do anything for his first four years in the league. So, um, and then he finally, uh, you know, he finally started playing like a former number one draft pick. So, um, you know, the, and with most of the guys back, we'll see what they do with Joe Hayden. Their defense deal should be good. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What about center? You lose Pouncey, he retires. Now what? 
Yeah, well, you know, Doug, when you look at their history before Marquise Pouncey, their last three starting centers came in free agency, Jeff Harding, Sean Mahan, and Justin Hartwig. And then, of course, they drafted Pouncey in 2010, and he's been the mainstay there. I expect them this way. It takes, their, it takes the urgency out of the draft. I expect them to address that position in free agency more so than running back um, because you don't, want to, you don't want to pay a veteran running back. Um, and then it costs you too much money. You're better off going in the draft, getting a quality young guy, and you don't have to pay him as much you know, in those first couple, uh, three, four years, whatever the case may be. So uh, I expect them to look into free agency. There's not a lot, a lot, a lot of guys there, Corey Lindsley, uh, David Andrews, they, they kind of fit the M.O. of what they look for uh, in a center somewhere in that 28 to 30 years old range, um, you know, in a dependable guy. Um, so that's what, I expect them to go that route as opposed to um, uh, going into the draft. That way, if they sign the center and free agency in the draft, you're free to address that running game, which, is they, which they are intent on doing, whether with a running back or an offensive tackle or both. And so that's why I think, though, they always try to address free agency, some need in free agency to take that need out of, uh, out of the draft. Um, okay, how does the town feel about Ben, right? Because he's been there forever. He's won two Super Bowls. It's like, did they want him back? You know, Doug, it's the most perplexing thing to me. I, I think, you know, some of these people forget who he is and what he's done, and even what he was able to do this past year coming off major elbow surgery. And yet there's a number of people who, oh, it's time to move on from Ben, forgetting the fact that they were 11-0 and because of him and, and went 12-4. and Look, and I know what happened late in the season. It's been a, it's been a, a systemic problem for them, these late-season collapses. It goes beyond one player or one guy's performance. Um, but there, you know, I think... I think a lot of people think this is a college football program. Well, it's time to move on. Let's see what the other guy can do. I can promise you, Doug, the Steelers never, ever, ever take that approach, ever. And they never will uh, with the Rooney family, with Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, which is why they, they signed Ben to the one-year deal. That gives them the best opportunity to win in 2021. But I'm just surprised at the amount of people who just think, oh, okay, it's time to move on from Ben, and I'm not sure where that comes from. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes from the fact that he, you know, he doesn't look like the same guy, right? Doesn't look like the well, same guy throwing, throwing the football. You know, Doug, went through 11 weeks uh, around the league. They talked about him as an MVP candidate, not just a comeback player of the year. And I know he struggled late in the year, but all you have to do is look at the second half of that Cleveland playoff game when the Browns knew he was going to throw 300 yards and three touchdowns in the second half, and there wasn't one throw he couldn't make. Now, I'm not sitting here, uh, you know, tooting his horn, but I'm, I'm just here to tell you that the Steelers do not, it, it's not a case that they don't believe he can't play anymore. If that was the case, they wouldn't have done what he, what he did. But go back and look at that second half of that Cleveland game and, and any throw that needed to be made or could be made, he made it. And um, uh, I know what happened early, but a lot of what was going on there. I never saw, uh, speaking of that game, Doug, not to get off track, I never saw a game turn on one play so much as that first play of the game for the Steelers. And you could just see the air go right out of them when that happened. Yeah, no, it's crazy. You, you could just, you could absolutely see that's a, that's a, that's a great point you made. Great point you made. Hey, Jerry, listen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Incredible insight into Pittsburgh. Obviously, you know it way better than all of us do kind of combined. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Doug, nice chatting with you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to the press. The Press. The Press is brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match discover something brighter. What do you got? Well, we'll start off with what we've been talking about a lot. Uh, Blake Griffin's release from the Pistons. New details in from Sham Sharania that Blake gave back $13.3 million to get out of this deal. Of course, wow. between this season and next season, he was set to make $75 million. So, Wow. Wait, who is that? This is for Blake Griffin. He's, he's giving back thirteen point three in this uh, contract renegotiation no, no, in, the, in the buyout in, in the buyout. buyout in the buyout yes, buyout right when they say they're going to buy you out and remember you, there's a limit to what you can like now he's kind of on market um you know he'll make a couple million dollars so right. of the 13 he'll make you know two back and right. potentially more and but again when you have 250 million in the bank and that's just from your salary not talking about all endorsements like like hey do you want to go play for a championship uh 
And you're not actually giving back 13 million. It's 13 million you hadn't gotten yet. He was owed like 50 right. something. He million, was owed right? 75. Oh, 75. So between this season and next, yeah. What that money? So he took what is it? 75 minus 13. 62. So you play to win the game. Do you want 62 now, or do you want 70? It actually ends up being a wash because if you put it in the right thing, it's fine. So you get it all up front, like yeah. Well, and, and that, he that gets works. the famous NBA double dip where he's released by a team and then signs with another for Yes, but usually sign for just, you know, minimum. Sure. Minimum. Yeah. Uh, Zach Levine called police on an obsessed woman who refused to leave his property. This happened Thursday night when a woman showed up, uh, demanded to speak with him, and when asked to leave, she wouldn't. So police were called, and the woman was taken into custody. <laughs> Happens to Ramos all the time. You know, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> You know, is that a uh, Ga- Ramos a happily married. You know, people don't realize Gavin now engaged. Like this happens to these guys all the time. Ralph, you have to understand if you associate with this show, this is what's going to happen to you. It's one of the reasons Ryan Music left the show to go work on Cowherd, so he could be more kind of under the radar. No! I'm I, telling you, that's what happened. I understand fully. I do understand fully. Uh, Bears uh, Jimmy Graham is involved in a rollover car accident. Mm. Uh, he says, I walked away from it unscathed. This happened uh, Thursday morning. His vehicle rolled over after he swerved to avoid a potentially worse accident. But again, he says he's okay. What, what's um, That's the second rollover accident in like two weeks here? Like, this is not good. Not good at all. Well, it's funny you mention... Uh, rollover accidents in the last two weeks because we have more about Tiger Woods. Um, in a information that was provided in order to get a probable cause search warrant to get the data recorder from his car, it was found out that a resident was the first on the scene and Tiger Woods was unconscious. He wouldn't respond to any words. Uh, a affidavit filed by L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Johan Schlegel. Uh, the man told deputies he wouldn't respond the first deputy on the scene. Of course, Carlos Gonzalez had says that Woods answered questions um, both at the scene and later at the hospital, although Tigers reportedly says he had no idea how the accident occurred. He doesn't remember anything from the day. He got knocked out and he didn't, didn't remember. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I I'm glad he's okay. I'm guessing he doesn't play golf again. I've said that since day one. Like once you hear these injuries and you know his injury history and his age and the and like look, he was coming back from his fifth back surgery. I just the likelihood that he plays golf again is not great. No, it's. I mean, it's. I discussed this on my podcast this week with a guy whose career is based on following following him, and the first thing that his family said was. He's okay because he's going to see his kids again, and that's all that they cared about. So, yeah, I mean, you you got you got to look at the most important thing, which is is the family and the kids, and and think about how likable he he appeared uh, playing golf with Charlie. You know, mm-hmm. well, and that could be the last time we see him in a, in a, on a course on televised events. So, I I don't think he would be too displeased with that being the lasting image uh, of him in that capacity. Uh, University of Oklahoma President Joseph Harris says that he tells the regents in the state, expect full capacity at Sooners football games this fall. Yeah, I mean, like expectations. We all expect, I mean, it looks like we're going to, once we get to April and they have the vaccines, half the country will be, at least will be vaccinated on some level by the end of April. And we're talking all the way into August and September. You know, I, again, it'll probably be part of who we are now. I mean, I'm still going to wear my mask. You know, until I get my vaccination, and even then, I'll probably still like. I don't mind the mask thing. If it keeps anybody from, I I don't usually get sick anyway, but it doesn't matter to me. But help me help with a breath check, to be completely honest. <laughs> I'd have to check. <laughs> uh, uh, investigation going on at LSU into everything surrounding Title IX and investigations. Now they're finding that people had recommended firing Les Miles back in 2013. And that there was plenty of uh, history there that Kansas should have known about before they hired him. Yeah, I, I do think that if if we're being fair, and look, a lot of it, it looks really creepy and looks really bad. They did not fire him for cause. There was not proof of some things. I don't know about the, like the cell phone and the text. I'm sure somewhere there is a, you know, somewhere, somewhere there are there are texts out there, right? And. Um, well, you don't know how incriminating they are, how innocent they are, but they're definitely out there. 
Uh, you factor in that with some of the other things that have been reported and it doesn't look good. I, I'll only point out though, that, that had they, had they found evidence of wrongdoing, I think he would have been gone. I don't know. Joe Oliva apparently wanted to fire him for cause. They, 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 yeah, this is when they were, he was very popular. I mean, it, 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 it does make your culture look bad and that football does become the most important thing, but I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I know less. I like I, the, the less that I know. I like, I don't know anything about this part of less. If it's accurate that this is what he was doing and he was creeping out college girls, like, yikes, I don't know how Kansas keeps him. But I will point out that if we're being fair, we do. I does feel like only the accusations are being published. Not it's, it does not seem as balanced as it could be. Maybe it's because they're accurate. I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of talk about uh, all the dysfunction with the Philadelphia Eagles this offseason, and yet they re-sign their center, Jason Kelsey. He decides not to retire and still agrees to come back on a one-year deal. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get that. I mean, he, he appeared to be over, massively over the hill going back to uh, going back to last year. So I don't totally understand why they are doing what they are doing and bringing him back. I, I don't get it. But what's going on? But uh, this is this is Philly and Howie Roseman. He's a Howie Roseman guy and, and Howie is loyal. And plus, I think in order to cut him a release or, or have him retire, it would have been a bigger cap hit. So I I guess maybe they think they found the fountain youth. I don't think it exists. Why? Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with the Les Miles thing. It's, it does not read good. And. I don't know. People are like, well, I, apparently he was not allowed to be in the private company of young women. Why would he be in private company of young women to begin with? Right? As mentoring people. Yeah, no. No. No, no. 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 Um, and, and look, I, again, I don't, I don't know. I've always said this about why would anybody make a false accusation? I don't. I'd like to think nobody would. On the other hand, I also think that the behavior that he's being accused of, why would anybody do that? Both don't necessarily stand up in terms of logic. So I do tend to believe the accusations. I don't know the context. I also think that there's text messages out there. And if we saw the text messages, we had to be really creeped out and go like, dude, can't ever work on a college campus ever. Or possibly a misunderstanding. I don't know. But I think the text message would be probably be telling. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards, cash back match. Only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. I do think he loses his job at Kansas. I think that happens. That's my guess. That it's just, you know, if you're Kansas, like, is it it's worth it? Over, and you're like, yeah, no. It's over, Not, Johnny. Not worth the PR battle. Not worth it. And not worth having having that and saying like, well, it happened at a different school. Like, yeah, no. Huh. And again, like Les, a great deal. Was, did an incredible job at my alma mater. And was always, my first big interview I was doing, first game I ever did was I did sideline for Oklahoma, an Oklahoma State basketball game and I interviewed Les Miles. That happened right after he got the job. Um. It's Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Uh, by the way, it appears the world's opening up, even California, right? Mm. Um, what tier are we in? They can reopen. California can reopen sports stadiums. We're in red, which means 20% capacity. Once they get into orange, it's 33. Yellow is 67% capacity. Orange, or, uh, Orange County, where I live, is on the brink of purple tier. So you're getting ready to get back out to games, getting ready to get back out into, into spring. Enjoy it. Kevin Clark joins us from The Ringer on Monday. Download my all-ball podcast with Andrew Bogut. It's outstanding. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.